0: Houston, it's rodeo time. Your local Tacova store is the place to go for the finest handmade cowboy boots, jeans, belts, cowboy hats, and apparel for men and women. If you've never owned boots before, let them help you get your first pair like they did for me. Stop by one of your local Houston Tacova stores and get ready for the rodeo with their understated approach to western. Whether it's your first rodeo or you're a seasoned pro, your local Tacova store is the place to go for rodeo season. Takovas, Don't Go Gently. June 19th isn't just your normal day. It's a day that represents the start of a turning point in our country. But even though its impact is big in our history, the reason for celebration seems to be lost on a lot of Houstonians joining me today is houston artist reginald adams whose juneteenth murals are nationally recognized to talk about why juneteenth should matter to every houstonian and how juneteenth started a tradition that families still practice till today it's wednesday june 14th i'm raheel Ramzanali, and here's what houston's talking about Reginald, thank you so much for taking some time out and joining us on CityCast Houston. How are you? I'm doing great today, and thanks for inviting me to be on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Had to chat with you, all right? Come on. I mean, you're doing some amazing work, but before we jump into all of the beautiful murals that you're creating, let's just start with what exactly is Juneteenth and its connection to the Houston area for those who aren't familiar?
1: Well, great question, and I can only answer what Juneteenth is to me, right? Because... I'm sure everyone may have their own explanation or or their own point of view. Uh, But to me, Juneteenth is really uh, uh, an opportunity to celebrate uh, the moment in America where all Americans were free. And it was on that day in June 19, 1865, this was almost 158 years ago, shy of one week, that Major Gordon Granger and literally thousands of Black Union soldiers arrived in Galveston, Texas, known as the birthplace of Juneteenth, to essentially enforce martial law. Because it was Texas that um, held their enslaved Blacks almost two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, which was announced in 1862 by President Abraham Lincoln. So that day, that moment really marks an era in American history where all Americans could honor the idea of absolute equality and freedom to their rights.
0: Why should Juneteenth matter to all Houstonians? Because we've done a good job of celebrating the importance of the day, not only here in Houston, but of course in Galveston, but so many still are left out of this, right? And not celebrating it. Why should it matter to all Houstonians? I think
1: Juneteenth should matter to all Houstonians and really all Americans, um, because it's a celebration of a turning point in our history where every American was recognized as a freedman or woman. And that's something we all should celebrate. I mean, what kind of lives can we live when you're free? In the contrast, what kind of life can you live when you're captured, oppressed, and, and enslaved, right? And that's the polar transition that Juneteenth marks. So I think that's a reason for everyone to celebrate, not just black culture, black community, but everyone should be celebratory of the idea that we now have this um, this freedom to be who we choose to be, live in the communities that we choose to live in, uh, enjoy the rights equal regardless of race, color, ethnicity. And I think that's the reason why we all should embrace this freedom of celebration or the celebration of freedom for everyone.
0: You know, as you mentioned, Texas was the last state in the Confederacy, right? To free its slaves. What exactly happened though, after they were freed? Well, a lot of times I
1: hear people talk about the celebrations that ensued once they found out of their freedom. And of course, you know, there has to be a great a sigh of relief and and an overwhelming sense of joy to know that you're no longer uh, a slave. But what I've learned on my journey in listening and studying the actual historical accounts of what happened immediately after, uh, the myths want you to think that everybody started jumping for joy and drinking red soda and eating watermelon and, and eating barbecue, uh, and while that is now a contemporary form of celebrating Juneteenth, what actually happened when people started to hear the news of their emancipation was that they started to look for their families they started to reach out across Texas and across the region to identify where their mothers, their brothers, their sisters their their wives, their husbands had been. Resold, had been bartered, had been traded off to, and what I found out in this journey was that was the impetus of the tradition of family reunions in the Black culture, because they would meet up at a particular location. Say it was a a particular spot on the Sabine River, or there may be in a particular tree that they were. Uh, they would gather and on a certain date and time, they would tell each other, if you're from this plantation or you've been sold by a farmer so-and-so or master so-and-so, meet back here at this date and let's reunite our families. So the very first thing that happened was a reuniting of the families that had been torn apart due to the horrible stain of slavery in America. And then the celebrations occurred from there, because once
0: you got back to your family, of course, there was a moment of rejoicing. Wow, so the actual reunion process that so many families have every year, they got the roots from Juneteenth. Absolutely, the Juneteenth was the impetus
1: of the tradition of family reunions in the Black culture. That's why most Black families celebrate their family reunions at the end of June, early July, uh because that's when the news hit and that's when they were able to wow. get get together again after having been informed after June 19th in 1865
0: wow that is beautiful i i had no idea i learned something new today and that is incredible to learn after that moment, the you know we've talked about Friedman'stown on our episodes during Black History Month, and it was one of the places created here locally as a result of Juneteenth. There were moments where it's thrived, and now it's almost forgotten by many Houstonians. What other things were created after Juneteenth that we should know about in the Houston area? Oh wow, you know being a
1: a non historian but a lover of history. I may not have all of the the examples, but I do know that when uh, Juneteenth and that moment of emancipation spread, a lot of those newly uh, freedmen and women migrated to Houston and settled in communities like Freedmanstown, also known as the Fourth Ward. Uh, Another pivotal moment that occurred was in 1872, uh, just six years after Juneteenth, And that was where four men and their community gathered together. They aggregated their funds, raised over $1,000 to buy 10 acres of land in order to uh, safely celebrate their emancipation on what is now known as Emancipation Park. And so H- Emancipation Park, which is located in Houston's historic Third Ward, is the oldest municipal park in the state of Texas and the oldest park in the city of Houston. And it was in the, I believe, June the 16th, uh, I'm sorry, 1916, that Emancipation Park was then acquired by the city of Houston, annexed as a public park to be celebrated as a, a place for this a gathering to occur. And even to this date, I was there this weekend where we were celebrating a Juneteenth kickoff for families. And it was just beautiful to know that these men, uh, 158 years later, that their vision was still carrying forward. And so I should honor these men by naming, by sharing their names. We had Reverend Jack Yates, uh, Reverend David Elias Dibble, Richard Brock, Richard Allen, These were the founders of Emancipation Park, and they were a direct um, reflection of what happens when these men had their freedom and were able to aggregate their communities around celebrating that emancipation.
0: What is it about Juneteenth that makes you want to continuously spread it through your work, right? You've created the iconic mural in Galveston, and now you're continuing to create even more murals, not only here, but across the nation. What is it about Juneteenth that just helps you capture so many beautiful moments with the murals? The thing about Juneteenth that is so special to me is the
1: calling when i was contacted in the fall of 2020 by the juneteenth legacy project and this is a group of concerned citizens based in galveston that have been celebrating and and really bringing attention to juneteenth and galveston as the birthplace of juneteenth for decades and they asked if i was interested in creating a mural that would celebrate this heritage and the short answer was you know absolutely yes Uh, One, it was just, you know, an opportunity to do something really special and unique beyond painting a pretty picture. It was really about honoring my own ancestors. But then the mural took on a life of its own once the date became a federal holiday. And as an outspurt of all the attention that descended upon Galveston, I realized now with a national holiday and this mural kind of serving as the poster child for the holiday, there was an opportunity as an artist to take this story beyond the shores of Galveston. And so some of the things that immediately were birthed out of that project was uh, the publishing of a Juneteenth children's book by Collins and Versify. So thanks to Van Garrett, a Texas-based writer and author, we were commissioned to illustrate this Juneteenth children's book, which now tells the story of the celebration of Juneteenth through the eyes of an eight-year-old child and his family with Galveston being the backdrop and our mural being one of the focal points in the book. Uh, We've also painted now 10 Juneteenth-inspired murals in six different cities, one being here in Houston, uh, Dallas, Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and now two in Miami. We also have a mural in Shreveport, Louisiana- all honoring Juneteenth under the auspices of absolute absolute equality. And so to be an artist connected to that story and to celebrate freedom, it really is an embodiment of what I get to do as an artist, being able to tell my story using my creativity in the public realm. And I don't know if there's any more clear definition of what freedom looks like than the work I get to do. So that becomes a perfect pairing for telling the story of freedom through the eyes of Juneteenth and spreading that message throughout the country, especially now that we have Juneteenth as a national holiday.
0: Now, we're going to link all of your work in our show notes. So for the listeners who haven't seen it, they can definitely take a look. But could you describe your murals to our listeners? And is each one different in all the other cities? Absolutely. Each of the Absolute Equality
1: Juneteenth murals are unique to the geography of that particular location. Mm -hmm. Um, We were very intentional around commissioning artists that were prolific in their own right. That way they didn't have to be told what to do Or how to do it. But there was a kind of a a toolkit, a historical toolkit and artifacts of sorts that they were able to draw from so that there would be some continuity between each of the murals, even though each mural would look different, feel different. And so what we found was what's important to Galveston with Granger and the soldiers arriving in 1865 didn't necessarily resonate with the people in Miami. And the folks in Miami didn't necessarily resonate with the same stories that were happening in Philadelphia. But what is a common theme is in each one of these cities, there have been a fight for social justice and equal rights. And what we've done now is highlight those freedom fighters and those social justice warriors all working towards the same idea of absolute equality. And now those murals will be celebrated this year in those six different cities. And we'll have one here in Houston as well as in Galveston to continue echoing the importance of celebrating this moment in time where we could acknowledge freedom for all
0: Americans. What did it mean to you personally when President Biden made Juneteenth a national holiday in 2021? When President
1: Biden and uh, VP Kamala Harris recognized Juneteenth as a federal holiday, it was just a beautiful moment to honor all of the other people that have been at the forefront of making Juneteenth important. People like Miss Opal Lee out of Fort Worth who's well into her nineties and has been walking across America to bring attention to the importance of Juneteenth people like late state representative Al Edwards, who has, who had worked his entire career as a state legislator to make Juneteenth a state holiday in 1980 here in the state of Texas, and so many others that I've met who have worked behind the scenes, who get no credit, who are truly unsung heroes and heroines that have been advocating for uh, Juneteenth become this national holiday, so when it actually happened, which I think it caught a lot of people off guard, it really was a very prideful moment to know that these work the work of these individuals was not in vain, and now it was an opportunity for Americans across the country, particularly our youth, to understand this story and understand also the the importance of of celebrating equality and social justice for all Americans.
0: Reginald, how do you recommend that Houstonians respectfully celebrate Juneteenth, right? We celebrate other federal holidays and those are ingrained in us, but with it now being officially a federal holiday for the third year we're celebrating, how do we respectfully celebrate?
1: Um, I have a couple of recommendations on how you can celebrate Juneteenth. Uh, One is the selfless plug, but uh, take a trip down to Galveston, Texas, where they'll be having a plethora of Juneteenth celebrations, almost lasting the entire week, uh, which will include parades and galas and banquets and reenactments. And uh, if you visit, uh, visit Galveston.org. you'll see a calendar of Juneteenth-esque events. Uh, There'll be Juneteenth events happening really in every city around the country. So no matter where you are, you should be able to plug in. Uh, And everywhere books are sold, you can find our Juneteenth children's book. By Van Garrett, illustrated, uh, co-illustrated by myself, Reginald Adams, and Samson Bimbo Adenugba. So, if you're, uh, if you're, uh, if you have children or young people in your life, this is a way of introducing Juneteenth to the younger generation. Uh, I also encourage you to support organizations in your community that may be doing that hard frontline work, embracing Juneteenth and, and advocating for absolute equality and social justice or even make a contribution to an organization that's doing that work. Uh, Because it's not a a, a one-stop silver bullet cure to overcoming the injustices that we've seen. And so there's a lot of different ways we can do it. And if everybody plays their part, we can get that much closer to this idea of a perfect union of absolute equality.
0: Reginald, thank you so much for taking some time out. It was a blast talking to you. I've learned so much. I really appreciate it. Oh,
1: thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to your community. Cheers to freedom for everyone and happy Juneteenth, folks.
0: That was Reginald Adams. You can check out all of his murals and the events happening in Galveston with the links in our show notes. Before we go, if you can't tell it's getting hot, like really, really, really hot in Houston, We're expected to hit three straight 100-degree days in H-Town this weekend, and the city is fighting back by opening 22 cooling stations around the city, plus giving out portable AC units to senior citizens and people with disabilities. Reliant Energy is also stepping up by helping customers on fixed income pay help with their electricity bills during the summer months. If you know somebody that could use an AC unit, you can call 832 393 4301 and you can find the locations of the cooling stations with the link in our show notes that will do it for today thank you for listening and i hope you learned something new Perfect. Okay. There's just like a little slight delay. So I just want to make sure it was fixed. Okay, here we go.